Hey, hey, everybody, Kevin here with Pursuing Pixels, and welcome back to another edition of Save It for the Cast. And as always, uh, we'll be getting to the uh, chit-chat with Randall, John, and I in just a little bit. We've actually got a pretty heavily uh, video game-focused chit-chat going this week. I think John, uh, not I think, I know John even uh, came to the podcast saying, like, I got some thoughts on Final Fantasy VII Remake, but... I don't know that I want to give it a full segment on the podcast, so he's got some thoughts on that. We dig into some Square Enix or Enix uh, chit-chat here and there, and I dig into a couple games that I've been playing. Um, and yeah, and we uh, even discuss like if uh, Kevin Cole is perhaps uh, John's uh, vocal doppelganger. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll get into some uh, fun chit-chat, really fun chit-chat in just a little bit. But as always, I'm going to get into a few games that I've been playing, although I haven't been doing a ton of gaming. I've actually been... Uh, just uh, took a trip back home to Michigan recently to uh, visit my family for my brother's uh, baby shower. My little brother, the first baby in the family on the way uh, in a couple months. So it was nice to go back and see family. And in the meantime, I've just been kind of chipping away at Kirby, uh, Kirby in the Forgotten Lands. But I'm going to save my uh, thoughts on that because I want to uh, dig into that. I know John and Randall have also been playing. So we'll dig into that. Uh, and I'm sure we'll have some thoughts on Elden Ring in, in the coming weeks. Randall's been playing and I know John just picked it up. So uh, we'll actually, I know Randall will have some thoughts on that next week, and then we'll hear more from John in the future on that. But yeah, digging into some of the other stuff that I have been playing uh, that I've had a little bit of time to dig into as always, you know, I got to check out the latest Punk Cake release and they've actually had two games come out recently. One of them, and I guess kind of to throw it back, we haven't talked about uh, any Game Jam stuff in quite a while and the Ludum Dar number 50. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but I've just kind of committed to Ludum Dar, at least in my mind. But um, yeah, it's their 50th version of the Game Jam and it's one of the bigger ones like that one and Game Maker's Toolkit seem to be the two biggest and uh, Punk Cake's game that just came out before this game jam is called rush for ages and it's kind of like a card based uh, board it's more like a board game it's based on civilization like they were they just recently stopped i think i mentioned on the podcast doing the polls uh for like the patreon subscribers for people who can vote on what game is coming next because they're just like ah it's just getting a little too overwhelming like we got to just go with you know whatever the uh, juices are flowing at the moment. So they're actually playing a little bit of catch up and usually they trade back and forth. Uh, we had Remy on the podcast, uh, a number of months ago, I probably almost a year ago at this point. Um, but when punk cake was kind of first getting started and Remy, uh, and the other, uh, main developer, uh, Benjamin kind of trade off who makes each game and they just kind of go back and forth and they've been putting out a game each month. And, uh, they basically have like a month to catch up on. Cause one of their games, shroom Katek, that I talked about on the podcast, uh, took a little more time in the oven. So they're playing a little catch up. So they're each making a game this month. And one of those games is shotgun King. And they kind of all worked on this one together in, uh, you know, in a, some degree for the Ludum Dar, uh, game jam that I mentioned off the top and got sidetracked per usual uh, but the game that they put out for that and I know I just kind of glazed over Rush for Ages uh, but the game that they're going to be uh, working on further uh, they put it out for the Ludum Dar uh, 50 game jam that was done in 72 hours and it's called Shotgun King and it's basically you're playing like a roguelike chess that you're just trying to clear all the pieces and then move deeper and deeper down into the floors and it's kind of reminiscent of even Damocles Gaze where uh, you're picking like uh, every upgrade or buff that you pick as you clear each floor it also has like kind of a downgrade or, or an upgrade for the opponent um so yeah either like a downgrade for your squad or uh, an upgrade for the opponent but the like polish on this game that it was done in 72 hours I know I like every time I talk about game jam games I'm just like oh my god I can't believe how much they got done on this game in such a short amount of time and, and again I don't know if I fully got this out again I keep getting sidetracked but 
Um, yeah, they plan on working and fleshing this game out. Benjamin does that for the rest of this month. Well, Remy, I believe, is also working on another game on the side. So I'm just really pumped. And that's just to play catch up to get back to their like monthly schedule uh, for the Patreon subscriptions and whatnot. But in the meantime, like every game they've put out has just been so awesome. Rush for Ages is really complex. So I'm like, OK, I got to I got to dig into this one a little deeper. It's definitely one that like just like Scavenger of Duna Mini, what, which I kind of bounced off at first and then it quickly became made be my favorite punk cake game up to this moment but i do think this shotgun king has a chance to be a contender as well especially depending on what they do with the rest of the game because basically it's it's another one of those games kind of like undergrave that i talked about on a recent uh save it for the cast or uh ever tried you're kind of like moving moving one tile or moving your king character which is the only character you have on your team and then you have your shotgun that you get a bunch of different buffs and upgrades for but movement is what like reloads the shotgun so you're kind of in I don't know, you're in like a bunch of situations where, again, you only can move like a king can move unless you kill like a knight and then you uh, have like their soul and you get upgrades that you can carry more than one soul at a time and whatnot. So, yeah, you can like spend those souls to then move like a knight or move like the queen or move like the rook or whatever. And it's just so cool. It's really, really hard. Like I've only made it to floor seven, I think, and I haven't put a ton of time into this. Like I said, I haven't had a ton of time for gaming, but this one just like it's like, oh, Ludum Dar 50 is going on. I got to check out and then, oh, punk cake has a new game out and it's one that they're developing further so i'm re- again it if they just released it like this as is it totally could already be a punk cake game like it feels like that level of polish i'm sure there's like some balance issues if it, you know when you start getting a little deeper but yeah people in the discord were like all the way to floor 20 24 i think was the furthest i've seen uh, just this morning actually um but yeah it's just crazy really awesome game really awesome like simple it, it feels like an old school computer game it's just but like at the same time it's just so clean and I don't know, the, the little like art for the cards for like the buff upgrades and stuff is just so nicely done. It's it's mind blowing that this was done in uh, such a short uh, period of time. And then I guess uh, just for a brief shout out to our pal uh, Jesse, uh, a.k.a. Cardboard Moon, um, he just uh, cranked out a whole bunch of, since we're talking about discord for a second, uh, the punk cake discord, which you should also join. But you should definitely join our discord as well, because we got a bunch of new awesome, like super cute uh, frog emojis that be kind of inspired by like our pelican and frog artwork that uh, his HIS did for us a while back um, and kind of sort of gearing up for our three year anniversary. Uh, we had uh, Jesse actually kind of just took the initiative or Cardboard Moon took the initiative on uh, his own to make these and they're just so awesome. We've been having a blast using them in the discord. Basically, I just wanted to give the discord a shout out and Cardboard Moon because he cranks out like awesome music awesome pixel art awesome game stuff like getting into game development i think he's been doing it for a while but like i i know i've talked about soul child on the podcast and i know uh he's joined that team um to continue working on that game it's an up uh uh eh. It's an upcoming uh, Metroidvania that, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Metroidvania games, but this one's kind of a platformer, precision platformer focused adventure. And, you know, I'm all about that, especially when you are throwing new power ups into the mix. But, yeah, it already had a great aesthetic and everything. And I think uh, Cardboard Moon's joining the squad on the uh, like sound design aspect of the game and whatnot. So I'm really excited to see uh what that game ends up shaping up to be because it was already a fantastic and like an early early demo build and I know they've been working on that game really really hard so really excited to keep my eyes peeled on that one I know you can already check out like I don't think there's a demo up anymore I think they replaced that but 
Um, yeah, I definitely recommend keeping your eyes peeled on Soul Child. And uh, yeah, I had some other stuff that I was maybe going to talk about. We had a good multiplayer session. I had uh, John and DJ and our buddy Mikey over um, for a little uh, multiplayer session. But we've talked about Flat Heroes on the podcast before. We basically were just playing that in a bunch of different. There's a competitive mode, a cooperative mode, chasing the leaderboards. It's like an arcade platformer, almost like a bullet hell where you're just trying to like dodge and avoid stuff. Um, the, the bullets and projectiles and stuff, but it's a, it's a blast. It's a game on switch. That's only like 10 bucks full price. And I've got some serious mileage out of that game in a, you know, a number of couch co-op local, you know, gaming sessions, uh, just a really fantastic game, uh, really simple, clean aesthetic. Um, yeah, just a great game. I was going to dig into, that was kind of like the main game I was planning on talking about, but I think, uh, I can pretty much wrap it up there. Cause again, I want to leave the Kirby chat for, uh, when Randall and John and I can get together and, uh, dig into that one. Although I'm getting pretty deep into the game. So I'm excited to, uh, dig into that one, uh, in a couple of weeks or what, you know, whenever we get to that, like I said, we got the three year anniversary coming up soon and I'm hoping, hoping that we can host a game jam. I'm planning. It might be a little bit after the anniversary, depending on how things line up timing wise, um, but yeah, we're planning on hosting uh, Game Jam ourselves. So um, yeah, we'll keep you posted on that. But in the meantime, um, yeah, I can wrap up all my rambling here and uh, we can get into the chit chat with Randall, John and I. And until next week, we will uh, catch you then. I did want to do a quick little bit about Final Fantasy VII. Oh yeah, yeah. Just because yeah, I, I I don't want to I don't want to dedicate precious airtime <laughs> to talking about a, a, a game that's just super good and like people know like it's not big news that Final Fantasy VII remake was a really good game. Is and I mean, like Final, game? Fa- Final Fantasy 14 is like a really good game, too. They've been like nope. crushing it lately with these releases. So, yeah. yeah. Is it the full game, though? Because I thought I thought I remember it was like when they released it, it was like one episode or something. It is. I have spent uh, probably about 40 hours playing it. And nice. I am. I mean, the whole hmm, spoilers for Final Fantasy yeah. 7 remake. <laughs> uh, but Fine. but also like it le- is a little different. Legit spoilers for final fantasy 7 remake it's different like yeah they they are redoing the story like there oh. like there are new things like it's it's hitting a lot of the same beats but it's expanding a lot on it and like doing a lot more but like yeah i've, I've put like 40 hours into it and I've, i'm pretty sure the, um from what i remember that all of this episode one or however, I don't even know how they're releasing it. If they're right. Releasing. Cause yeah, I know yeah. they did Yuffie DLC, uh, for final fantasy seven remake, but like, I'm not sure if they're like, it's going to be like Hitman three where it's like seasonal and they're just like continuously adding right. on to the game or if they're going to actually make them like, this is final fantasy seven remake two. Yeah. Like, a separate title. Right. But it all takes place in Midgar. Like it never. And, and how leaves. familiar? Like you've played the original Final Fantasy VII, so you you do have that frame of reference, or yes, I've played it. Okay, uh, I've gotten. Uh, I haven't beaten Final Fantasy VII, but like I've also played Final Fantasy VII recent enough that like when stuff that was happening that was very different from the original <laughs> story, I was like, oh, that's uh, hmm, that wasn't in it. 
That was because you yeah. you bought the Switch version, right, John? I was going to say, you fast forward and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and that ruled. And but like yeah. also, man, Seven was such a weird experience because like kind of in the same way that like Ocarina of Time, it's like that first like three D like really yeah. like trying to be 3d and like yep. emphasize it. And that's seven in particular is like, so mini game full. <laughs> like it is, there's so many weird things in seven. I kind of love that though. It's, that it's great. But great. like also in seven yeah. remake, when there is just like this motorcycle combat section, <laughs> I'm like, this rules actually. I'm, I'm like really, road, are you talking like road rash? Like <laughs> no, type combat. Rule. I mean, you have your, so, like, ah, man, so Seven Remake, let me just, Seven Remake in itself is, like, super fucking fun. Like, it is active combat uh, with a timed element, but it's not, like, so, like, in, in the so, same way that, like, the ATS system or whatever, AB, I, what is it, ATB system? I'm a, uh, what you're mean? going over my head, but is it like just like cooldown meters essentially that you're no. like waiting to be able to do attacks or like your speed would build up and like how, what your speed was was how fast your meter, which would let you choose an attack, and you could based on how full the meter is, kind of. Uh, once the meter is full, you could okay. select an attack and. You could set it so that uh, there were two different modes, one where like if you're in the menu when your meter is full, then like it freezes time for everyone or it's constantly going. And like uh, that would be like if you were still in the menu and like the boss's meter was filling up, they could still attack you while you're selecting your attacks. And that's how like the original one worked. But for this once your meters are full then you can start doing stronger attacks more than your just basic like combat attacks and when oh, you nice. are in that menu it isn't paused but it is extremely slow motion so like okay particle effects are like sparks are going like super slow motion and it just it looks and feels sick as hell like i like that gameplay approach that yeah. seems like more games have been picking up on for the these type of rpg type of experiences i like that combat system approach. Mean the more active approach or yeah where it's not just like a full-out pause yeah, you just feel yeah. like you're still in the action. There's some there's some tension still there. It, yeah, oh, it yeah. keeps that sense of urgency. Yeah. On, like you just feel like you have to even if even if you kind of don't, it f- makes you feel like you have to make that decision kind of more on the fly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's it's great. Like the materia leveling system, I like a lot better than the original game. Like the original game, it was basically like cloud was so much stronger than everyone else. And like. <laughs> You could yeah. just put the highest level skills on him and he would just be massively powerful. Like it's like, oh, the uh, equipment is so much more interesting. Like every you don't n- technically need to buy a second weapon ever. Like you're the base sword or base like gun that you have at the beginning. Like you can level that up and it will be a completely viable weapon wow. for the entire game. And like that like they kind of has skill trees for that and i was wondering can you customize yeah and so like that's why you would choose different weapons because they like you know can do different specialties but like the the original weapon that each character comes with is 
perfectly usable for like end game stuff. That's cool. It's really cool. Like it's just an incredibly well made game. And I like building off of something that people have nostalgia for and care a lot about already. Right. And like, it's like, man, every character rules except cloud. Like <laughs> cloud sucks so much. This is Lauren's like first, cause it's voice acted too. Sure. So like, Lauren's like actually watching it as opposed to like when I was playing the original, like she wasn't reading the screen, but like, right. Like every it's a good looking game like too. every yeah. character rules. And then like cloud is a pissy little like he's a sulky boy. boy. <laughs> and Lauren's yeah. like, he sucks so much. <laughs> yes. So it's great. I'm enjoying it. I love it. If there's so much to do, like it's, it is very linear in terms of like, oh here's like a free time do all the side quests or like just advance the story so like that's a little i bit like of a, that though. yeah that's refreshing for that's me not at so least bad. That, yeah yeah <laughs> like, i mean let me plow I, along let me know when i can have some freedom let me know yeah. when i'm just on the mission like oh man but it's it's a it's a great game i'm gonna be playing it for a long time like it's it's, it's so kind of surprising that it got made to be honest like yeah yes. I, I have to say that i'm shocked it's, it's kind of a bold move for Square to just be like, because up until now, I know they've done a lot of like, they did those like DS remakes of like the Super Nintendo games where right. they definitely changed the art style, but it was otherwise, to the best of my knowledge, I'm not like the most diehard Final Fantasy person, but they were pretty much like the same exact game. Yeah. Maybe some stuff added, but like the story was the same. The, yeah. The, the combat was pretty much the same, you know, quality of life stuff, but it wasn't just like hey, we're going to like totally change the presentation, even like almost like the tone of the game looks at least like look wise like they it looks so much more like and maybe it's just because like the way the you know, the limitations of the PS1 like they just like when you saw like the the like models walking around on the world map or whatever, they Mm. really do look kind of like cartoony and like almost like childish, you know. Or like you see it now and it's like it looks more like what like the bouncer looked like on PS2 or whatever but on, <laughs> with like souped up graphics. But I don't know. It's just it's I don't know. I'm kind of just shocked that it got made and that it's like getting a bigger like I almost could see them even like being like, OK, we finished the story. We might even like extend it beyond. Oh, yeah. Like if they're really changing it that much. I, yeah, I, I feel like they're going to divert rap like major from the original storyline, which I think is honestly kind of cool also yeah. like I, I was like super surprised when i first played seven like the original i was like oh this is way like uh, more pertinent to like because like it opens with you being an eco-terrorist and blowing up a reactor that is killing the planet <laughs> and yeah, i was like yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> i, I, <laughs> I relate real. a little bit too much to this <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then like the same thing happens in like seven remake like pretty much the same way like a little bit of tweaks but i'm like you know hey this is it this is a an ever relevant storyline yeah of, of greedy yeah. corporations that run the world that are destroying <laughs> the planet and you know sometimes you just gotta <laughs> commit a little terrorism <laughs> <laughs> options are limited otherwise you know you know it's in a it's in a totally different vein but is is that live alive game is that also from square yes it is 
Is that or an it's like Enix an old, like, release? Yeah, I was going to say so it's like an older, like, before Enix. they merged or something. Yeah, but still, yeah. like, to, to see the treatment that, like, that game's give it, getting. That yeah. game looks like they were, so sick. It looks it amazing. Does. And it, it basically just looks like they were like, hey, what if we just, like, slapped, like, the Octopath Traveler? Yep. What if we gave it that treatment to the game? But it, but it still, I don't know. I, I'm really excited to see what Square's up to these days. Not that I'm, like, the biggest RPG player, but. So, yeah, the original know, one was it. 94, published by Square for the Super Famicom. Okay. And it was not, I don't think it was ever ported to. Yeah, I think they made, I think that was like the reason it was kind of a big deal was yeah, like, was I, I, I wasn't there. familiar with the game, but they definitely also like, oh, first time to North America. Yeah. The each storyline in Japan was uh, like the art direction was done by a different uh, Ooh, artist. Oh my God. So That's like cool. each one was completely like there was always like manga authors like who came wow. in and would do it it was oh, that's really cool it's so cool such a cool thing um i'm assuming we want to we did want to put dicey at the end does that make the most sense or sure yeah or or does it not i'm, I'm cool with whatever um what else we got we got dicey dungeons we got dungeons and dragons chronicles of mistar mistara or mistaria mistara mistara and then we've got uh dodgeball academia and then I was maybe just going to do a quick shout out to Ali Ali World to start it off. Like I'm, I'm actually going to keep it very minimal because I feel like I can very concisely, yeah, just sell that game. I just want it to be on the table so when we have our end of the year podcast episode, it's ripe for the picking for potentially to be a uh, a goatee pick. Nice, because this game is too fucking good. Uh, so I could like even just open up with that and just be like, oh, I've been playing the shit out of this nonstop. Yeah. Um, in fear of showing go. way too much of my hand, I already have a preliminary goatee list showing oh. right now. Oh, baby. <sighs> yeah, I was going to oh, say, baby. like, you're you're saving Elden. I'm it saving looks. lots of different I was, things. I was shocked because, yeah, you were like, oh, I played that Kirby demo. And then I, it seemed like John was like, oh, I'm going to wait. And I was like, yeah, I kind of wanted to wait, too. So I was like, OK, it didn't seem like Randall wasn't like pushing to talk about it. So I was like, I think we could probably wait on the curbs i did oh, i'm not gonna talk no no i'm not spoiling that shit i want y'all to play that when game when of the, the year comes, list then we're gonna talk horizon about forbidden west <laughs> kirby mm. forgotten worlds demo <laughs> um man that's crazy so okay i could open up with uh ali ali world if you guys are cool with that there's a d at the end of that one so i guess that counts <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then uh yeah, because I was leaning between that or like I'll, I'll probably just bring it up too in the sense of like because I did like technically beat the game. So I'll probably just bring it up in the sense of like, oh, I'm keeping my streak or whatever going of actually finishing games. Hell yeah. Because uh, I had a God, I have so many games I could talk. I have unpacking, which I've been playing a ton of, but I kind of want to finish that game before I talk about it. And I also think both you guys would probably really like that game. But in particular, I think John would be, maybe really enjoy that game. Are you guys familiar with that one? That was, uh, it's just, you're unpacking, like, um, after moving, right? And you're just yeah. pla- finding a place for it. The sound design of that game looks it's amazing. unbelievable. Because, like, putting Playing an object on. Like, on di- every surface is different. And every time, I mean, it, I'm sure there's a limited number of them, but if you, like, I, there were a couple of times I literally was just picking something up and setting it down again, because they do have, like, maybe five or six different sounds for, like, on that surface with that object it's like unbelievable it's fucking crazy and then again with headphones on like hearing every little like nuance it's it's crazy and it is more than just like unpacking your stuff 
Um, oh, I thought you were like putting up like a shush finger. No, no, <laughs> I, I, I was. There was. Uh, I, I I thought of something, but if you feel you finish your thought, well, it, yeah, it's just like you are like kind of like playing through like your life almost. Like you're putting together like your scrapbook, and it's like, oh, I moved into this house, and now I'm like the second room that I, well, I guess I'm not going to talk about this one on the podcast. <laughs> like it, uh, like you go into like when you move into like a part, an apartment with roommates, it's like in some of the rooms you like in your bedroom, you can move stuff and put it wherever you want. You do have some like rules where it's like your underwear has to be like put away in like a drawer or something. But like, um, but like in the living room, like some stuff is just there that you can't move. Like, it's just like, you have to find room for your stuff, like around everybody else's things or, Oh, now you're moving in with like a, a partner and now you got to figure out like you're like oh man this place has like no personality anymore it's it's really cool like I, i'm really enjoying it's i feel like it's maybe gonna get sad but <laughs> i'm enjoying uh my time so far like this i type I, of games like, tend to yeah yeah like i'm at a moment where like i the new place that i'm decorating i just it, it's like after the place that i just lived in with my partner so now i'm not Uh-oh. not living with my partner anymore and i have very limited access to like there's like eight rooms in the house but i only can like decorate or like unpack in like two of them Uh-oh. um we're like in some of them it's like yeah you can do the kitchen and the bathroom and like you're like kind of like oh yeah i'm like making this place my own it's 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 a really cool game it's like and the fact that it's made by the same people that made Assault Android Cactus Plus oh. is like, holy <laughs> shit, these people, these okay. people have some range. Nice. Wow. Include, including the fact that, like, you actually, like, uh, like one of the first few things you unpack is, like, the little, like, cactus figurine from the nice. game, like a little action figure. It's, uh, it's so cool. That's nice. Um, uh, my assumption was that was, a like, just by the title, I'd never seen anything about it. But by the title, I had made the assumption that it was more like one of those, like, moving in frantic type of you know ah, place the shit yeah. in places as fast Will as you can warehouse. with somebody else type of games or like overcooked yeah kind of even. yeah, yeah. i'm like there, i don't want anything that. to do with any more of those games those games stress me out i totally agree <laughs> and i actually played one about moving with dj a while back called yeah. moving out yeah, yeah. And it's moving like out. yeah really fucking stressful like yes. you're just like everything's like all physics-y and we're like yes. trying to get this couch through a door but it's like caught on the lip of something no. it's like what the fuck dude no i don't need to no yeah Moving can, in general is not fun, so why yeah, would I right. want to do it in a video game form? Just like Overcooked. I'm like, man, I've worked at a restaurant for fucking long enough, <laughs> yes. man. I don't yeah. need to recreate it. This is PTSD, <laughs> exactly. man. Exactly. I, I do know that, like, yeah, the couple times that we play that, like, with our friends, I definitely remember that, like, Katie and I both were like, dude, this this game is not fun. No. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is too real, man. Yes. Like DJ's trying to tell me what order to do. I'm like, dude, no, you have to fucking prep the lettuce and the tomatoes. Otherwise it doesn't fucking work, you know? Oh my and then do the damn dishes, man. It's basically we like can't... the yard work simulator joke from the Simpsons. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They put on exactly. VR headsets to do yard work, but they wouldn't do it at home. Exactly. Too funny. So as what? long as it's a game, gamify it. Yep. So, so what I, I, can... I wanted to, Real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I, so I listened to the Kevin Cole episodes finally, and mm-hmm. those were great. And like, Kevin seems like the coolest dude. I He's love. so fucking nice. It's yeah. Like unbelievable. But like, there was a quality to his voice that is very similar to mine. And like, oh. in terms of like when I listen to episodes and I hear my own voice. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like, not, it doesn't sound like the voice that I 
here in my head right, but like when right, i listen right. to podcast episodes with us like when the episode started i was like i'm not on this episode <laughs> like why i didn't say those words i this isn't me and like and like there was a couple points where like i also like was anticipating it was like thinking what i would say it was like or like just like oh yeah like this is what i think about that and then kevin would say what i was like basically oh. the same type of thought and i'm like oh boy all right, this is kind of ah. freaking me out a little bit oh, we got a little chant we channeled john on that episode and then and then um, literally when, when kevin cole brought up the ms dos gorillas game and i was like okay we cannot we cannot do this <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> Dude, we got to have him. He, he genuinely, because like after, I think I included it in one of like the intro or outro things, but maybe I didn't actually, but there was one of the game, like the very first game that when I had like, after I had reached out to him and we said we were going to do it, like I was like, hey, are there any games like you've been playing that you want to talk about? And the very first game he mentioned was this game called Powder, yeah. which is this like roguelike. And I know we, we brought it up at some point. But we, we never really actually ended up it, talking yeah. about it. Yeah. And like that was like the one game that we like actually had on the list from like the start before we even like started talking that day. And I was like, we didn't even talk about powder. And he was like, ah, just have me on again. Yeah. And like he said, <laughs> it like so like off the cuff. But nice. I, but I was like he seemed very sincere about like, oh, I'd love to come on again. It was so much fun. It was it was um, a great episode. Yeah, he's he's uh he's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. They were long as hell, too. Like When yeah. I sat down to edit them, I was like, fuck, these are long. <laughs> but it's funny you mentioned I, I don't know if I used uh I, I tweaked it a little bit, but I think I used it was either yours or DJ's, but I used one of your like EQs as like a base and I like barely had to tweak it. So it's funny. you. I wonder if it was yours and he really does just sound kind of he's we got that that Heinz energy. Tones. <laughs> yes, sir. That's great. Oh, too funny. Too funny. But what do you guys think for the order? Ali Ali world. And then who I don't want to double whammy it. So who wants to go? Eh, why not just double whammy it? But man, did you did you guys pick up that uh, bundle for Ukraine? Of course, by chance. I did not, and I realized I've been running clicker heroes this entire time. Ah, nice. Maybe like, that's what's is... adjusting my audio levels. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was like, why is my computer like, why is the fan going so fast? I was like, ooh, let me close out a steam. And did you say you snagged it, Randall? I know, I I know it's like not the best, uh, you know, you don't have the best PC set up for playing a lot of that stuff. But... No, but I that's, that's like pure accumulation mode for me. Like those yeah. bundles are just no brainers to me and especially for a good yeah. cause. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I just like itch.io as a platform. So it's just yeah, a, a yeah. trifecta that way of like, yes, yeah. I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm pumped. I think uh, supposedly, I think next month, because originally the the guy who put together, who's actually, do you guys know the game Gun House by chance? No. Nope. Yeah. you ever seen that? It's kind of like a puzzle tower defense-y hybrid game. Uh, but the guy who made that game is the guy who put the bundle together. And like originally he like made a post like, all right. Brandon Sheffield. Gonna... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know him? Okay, cool. Yeah, he's um, sweet. He, that's that podcast that I recommended to you a while back. He's on that podcast. Okay, nice. Because I saw he was. Uh, I went to. I saw he was like from Gama Sutra in the past. Yeah, he's um, he's got a lot of industry experience, and he's yeah. he's a funny guy too. Okay, I got. What was the name of that podcast again? I know I wrote it down somewhere, but I don't have it. Insert handy. credit. The insert okay, credit okay. podcast. Nice. 
Um, but yeah, he was saying like, who's going to get together and, uh, you know, start raising money for the people in Ukraine and for the trans kids here in America. And they were, he was going to originally do it like a one bundle. And then he was like, actually, I don't want to dilute the message. Like, let's do one bundle. But I think they're supposedly gearing up to do a bundle next month for like, you know, trans uh, related charities, um, next month. So that's great. Just very cool. Again, that itch.io seems to be like, I think the bundle for racial justice and equality. And I think the um palestine one i think those were like the people at itch.io put those together but i think this was just kind of like ah, eh, can we can we host this on your platform you know and i'm sure they were like why not yeah let's, um let's make this almost like our track record of I, I don't know i just think it's so cool they're at like four million 